listening to BA Chats. Thanks for listening. This is going to be a good one. You better get ready. Buckle up your seatbelts. We're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, your host, Kevin. Right next to me is my wonderful wife, Rachel Koontz. That's so me. Glad you're here. We yep. are super happy to have you. We always want to remind you guys that Bethel Atlanta Chats exists for two big fatty daddy reasons. And one of them is we believe in testimonies. The word testimony means do it again, God. So of course we share all the beautiful things that he's doing because we want him to keep doing it (laughs) everywhere. Anywhere he feels like doing it. Anybody that'll let him do it in them. Just keep doing (laughs) it. Just keep doing it. Testimony Over and over. So it's very appropriate that when you hear testimonies on BA Chats, that when your heart leaps, that you say, Father, do something like that in me. Come, I want to see you manifest like that in my life, sir. Yeah. A very appropriate. So we love to share the testimony. Yeah. And so this, and the second reason why we exist and why we love to share with you what's going on is that there are so many wonderful people and so many wonderful stories in our body in Bethel, Atlanta. And so this is our opportunity and platform to share our wonderfulness with you. And so we welcome you into all of the goodness and the glory and the gold. And sitting with us tonight is, yep, uh, the greater glory is here. Look at that. (laughs) Sitting with us tonight. This is where I wish we had film. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Is the wonderful Michael and Kimberly Edwards. Welcome. I I can hear the applause. Thank you. We love you guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Yes, we're doing great. Oh, you are. Very obviously. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, thank you for having us. Well, no, you've been on a BA chat before, but let's go ahead and get you guys, get the audience acquainted with you. Let's start with you, Mike. Can you kind of tell us what you do here at Bethel Atlanta? Sure. What don't what I don't do? What don't you do? That really is Everybody, question. grab a cup of tea and get comfy. We're about to hear what Mike does at Bethel Atlanta. Look, my, my actual title is Community Life Pastor. Mm. Community Life Pastor. And okay. to make it really simple, my job is to connect people. Mm-hmm. So if people want to be in life groups, special interest groups, um, the hospitality area of volunteerism, which, which comprises the ushers, greeters, parking lot, in the setup for the service. And so it's basically on ramps for people to connect and, and go deeper uh, within the body and just be connected. And you do so well. Yes, you oh, do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I guess the secondary piece for that is uh, I play a little bit of music. Little bit. <laughs> he plays tinkles on the ivories. Ebony's on the ivories. He thank does. You, He's on our praise and worship team at Bethel Atlanta, and you're such a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. So glad to be. Okay, we want to hear about both of those things this evening. But first, Kim, tell us what you're doing here at Bethel Atlanta. I am actually on staff as a revival group pastor for a second year at... Whoop, whoop. Oh, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> so good. How many years have you been doing that? So this is my second year of completion as a revival group pastor. Oh, my goodness. Can we just go ahead and start with Kim? Is that good? Yeah, great. let's dive right in. How <laughs> was this year? Wow, this year was pretty awesome. I actually am (laughs) kind of getting a little choked up thinking about our students from this year. It was just an amazing group of students that was just really desiring to bring the presence of God and just really like um, exuding it as well and just like putting it out there to where like it just made the class like so full of love and God's 
hope and just really like going after like what God is doing in this season. So, so good. Can you share a favorite testimony? Is there a way even to, Mm. (laughs) you guys had so many beautiful things happen all year. Yeah. We, um, I'm trying to think of one. Wow. One that (laughs) sticks out particularly actually our second year, uh, speaker, Lana, she actually had an amazing breakthrough in healing yeah. that she's been going after for quite some time. This is Lana Peavy. She's actually a guest on Beth and Lana Chats in a couple of weeks. She and her sweet oh, husband. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so wow. this is yes. the intro for the Peavys. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. They're actually some of our faves. Aww. But yeah, her testimony about how like she was just dealing with some sleeping stuff and how we just all kind of gathered around her and just believed God with her for her breakthrough and then we had communion at the end of it and it was such a beautiful family moment and then to see God actually like perform his promises over her life was just really beautiful to watch well so, so she yeah. had a breakthrough and was she just wasn't sleeping like she yes, was having, oh, she wasn't wow. sleeping and then uh, we prayed and like I said we had communion together as a family and she actually got sleep that week for the first time like like actual hours of sleep for the first time in a while so oh, it was so beautiful wow. just to see that oh that's for her. great oh so, my yeah. goodness yay jesus do it again really? do it again God. do it again you have to have your sleep too it's actually pretty common i talk to people frequently that don't they don't sleep through the night or they don't right. sleep well or they wake up not rested and mm-hmm. it's it's pretty unhappy yeah yeah Okay, well, you guys can reach out and grab that. Jesus, what, yeah, what are some good. of the scriptures that she talked about? Do you, can you remember? Mm-hmm. One is I'm thinking of one that I always that I always minister to my I know friends that and uh, we we spoke a lot from the uh, Songs of Solomon, mm-hmm. and then also I would say Psalms. I'm not particularly fond like. I don't have the addresses down. Mike's sure, really sure. good with addresses. <laughs> However, I don't have those. Isn't it? Is it yes. Song of Solomon that I give my beloved rest? Yes. Uh, isn't yes. It? The yeah. Song of Solomon. Yes. It's always the one. I always like, well, I'm the beloved, <laughs> so yes. I know I have some rest. Yes. <laughs> well, and let me hear big news with you. I'm so excited. This is not a school thing, but I just have to share this about our friend Kim. Kim. Yes. You are participating. You're competing for Mrs. Georgia. Is this correct? That what? is correct. Oh my goodness. Lucky them. Oh. They just need to go Man. ahead and crown you now. You're so that, wonderful. That's so true. They do. <laughs> How did this happen? What was the journey up to this decision? Wow. So. I mean, besides you're gorgeous, oh. so we're all like, yeah, <laughs> put that woman in some pageants. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> well, how it all came about is a good friend of mine named Abigail Holt Jennings. Mm. Uh, so, like, another BH chat guest. Yes. Alumni. So, we actually went through ministry school together. We were in first and second year together. And so, every time she'd see me, she was just so so loving and exuberant and she'd be like look at you looking like mrs georgia and i'm like <laughs> and then like, it kind of made me feel uncomfortable because compliments was not really my thing you know in first year a- i'm like ah. <laughs> you know so she's saying all this beautiful lovely things to me making me feel super uncomfortable and naked <laughs> and i'm just like no that's not my thing thanks and then like every time she'd see me and then a year would go by and she'd say i'm trying to tell you mrs georgia and i'm like could you please stop saying that? <laughs> so then three years in, she's still saying it. And I'm like, okay, God, like, what are you saying? Because apparently Abigail is saying this. <laughs> I hear Abigail right. loud and clear. Right. Where are you in that, sir? <laughs> so I did ask that question and I actually received three prophetic words to be exact. Some like that kind of had something to do with being a queen. And I'm like, what are you saying, Lord? 
And so well, then I Mike said, Mike has always called you his queen. Yeah, That's how he yeah. talks about you when you're not around. That's so true. Yeah. He does. We, when you call, he'll go, Excuse me, this is my queen. Aww. That's what he says. <laughs> take notes, fellas. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do take notes. <laughs> That's right. But, but so I actually received a few words about it. And so then I was like, Let me just look into it and actually see and explore what it would look like to enter into a pageant or what's needed from me. So I actually did that and received a call back, and it was. I guess downhill or up downhill from there. <laughs> Snowball. It yes. just all started happening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, congratulations. How Thank has you. the process been so far? You know, actually, it's been beautiful because I feel like preparing for the pageant has allowed me to become my best self. Oh, wow. And so I feel like a lot of my memories from running track because I was actually a nationally ranked track athlete in high school yeah. and the Lord has just Kim, been reminding you got to fill that out you got a little <laughs> bit further than high school weren't you qualified to run in the Olympics I didn't qualify to run I could have however I went into the army so that's what happened with that well the, your husband calls you his queen your mother says she could have run in the Olympics that's she what she tells me all the time. Yes. <laughs> very proud <laughs> and the Olympics was actually here in 96 right. in Atlanta so she was like you're going to be running in Atlanta I'm like uh I went in the army, so that didn't happen. But I met Mike, so <laughs> I, it, it that's was a fair worth swap. It. This is my gold medal right here. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> she got the first prize. And she got the podium in the middle. Yes. <laughs> Standing up tall. Yes. So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now we're all thinking about the Olympics. Right. We're like, yeah. Oh, so but yeah, so it actually reminded me of like the mindset it took to actually compete. And, you know, a lot of times people may think, well, this person's faster than me or or what have you. But when you focus on everyone else around you, then you kind of lose track of where you are in the process. Sure. And so I took that mindset into even preparing for the pageant. So I wasn't necessarily worried about who am I competing against? Because I think people ask that question a lot, like how many other women are in the pageant? And I actually don't know. We won't find out until we actually show up. So definitely just preparing and being your best self is what I would give someone advice if they were preparing for a pageant is to just prepare to be your best self. That's wonderful. Yes. So are you at liberty to share like the things that, that you're going to do as far as yes. like talent wise and, yeah, and kind of like maybe your platform <laughs> said, yeah, so what do you for sure. share? So for the Mrs. Pageant, which is actually the category of married women, we don't actually do a talent okay. because we feel like our talent is being like mothers and wives and you know, whatever your like entrepreneurship or just having a job or what have you, that's actually our talent, right? But uh, we do actually have platforms. And so a platform is basically what you're wanting others to get involved in and kind of support and run with as well. So most people will choose things such as domestic violence or sex trafficking. And I actually chose to do something that was close, near and dear to my heart, which is infertility awareness. And so that's actually the platform that I've chosen to go with Michael and I have actually been on a journey to parenthood for almost 20 years now we'll be married for 20 years in September oh you guys Yay. congratulations so, <laughs> thank you so. take a picture of that see this is when we need video right. Mike's clowning over here clowning so we're actually still on that journey and so it is near to my heart and I actually have someone that's been also assisting me with just give me a little guidance here and there and she was like, that could actually be a very heavy subject if you 
aren't really sure of how to lighten it up. And I'm like, oh, that's true. It could turn out to be like a downer if I'm like, oh, I've been trying to have a baby for 20 years. And then I have everybody <laughs> crying and everything. <laughs> so I, went, I you know, took it to God and I was like, okay, Lord, how can we make this like a positive thing to where we're like encouraging others to move forward in their journey? And so God was just like, uh, do you do your research? Like, do you even know like what your options are? And I'm like, actually, I don't. Because for so long, we've just been in faith from a position of, oh, it happened when it's supposed to happen. Sure. Versus actually like doing our part in that. Whoa, and so, you guys, that's powerful. Yeah. So as a result of being in the pageant and this being our platform, I've actually done a lot of research to find out like what my options are. And as a result of that, I do feel like I've gained like a, a, a surge of strength and also a surge of hope. Uh, there's like so many options out there as far as how to do like non-surgical procedures. There's actually one cool one that we are considering doing, which is um, it's like a physical therapy that you go to for five days straight. And they actually massage on your reproductive area for sure. five days. Wow. And they've actually gotten like better results than IVF and it's non-surgical. <gasps> So we were really excited about that. They actually got a 52-year-old woman pregnant just from her going to that through that process you for five days. You guys, this so, is super yeah. wonderful. Yes. I'm so, so glad this, you do need to bring awareness yes. to that, yeah. that yeah. there's other options besides yes. IVF. Absolutely. And then for those who actually want to take the route of IVF, there are scholarships as well as grants available as well that we did not know about. Good to know. And then there's also like um, support groups that that you could actually get involved in. And there's a lot of many different ways in which you can find out what your options are. And I really just wanted to bring that to the table so that my fellow people that are on their journey can understand like we have options and don't feel like you're um, just stuck in a place of unknowing. And that's helpful. Super helpful. And then also like there's even like at home kit test where you could find out where your hormone levels are now and it's like this one is called modern fertility and that's pretty cool you just take they'll send you the packet you take your test at home mail it back off and they let you know what's going on so even if you're not trying like right now to get pregnant if you're in the waiting still for your husband but you're kind of curious to like what that process will look like once you get married uh, that's a really good step as well. So. Wow, this is great awesome. information. I didn't know any of Kim. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Wow. yeah, and so it's actually made me like just even feel more so like confident about being a woman because before sometimes I'd be like, am I a woman? Like I haven't been able to do what most women are, what, mm. we're, what we're created to, which is to have children, you know, but as a result of knowing what my options are, I feel more empowered to mm. know that, these are my options and then also enjoying my journey and just being present in the process and just enjoying where I am in my process. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, again, that is right. (laughs) So if you want information on how to find out what your options are, you can text six, six, eight, six, six. You can text hope to six, six, eight, six, six. Text HOPE to 66866. And then we'll actually uh, get your email information and send you out information on what options are for infertility. That's wonderful. So what is the date of the pageant? Yes. So the pageant is actually on Sunday, June the 9th at 6 p.m. Guys, it's coming up. Where is it? It is in Roswell, Georgia at the Doubletree Hotel. You feeling good? You feeling ready? I'm feeling excited. I'm actually almost ready just to kind of get it over with. Oh, sure. No, there's so much preparation <laughs> yes, to these things, yes. all these things. Yeah, so like 
I think you have to be like pretty like um, intentional about even like what you're wearing and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so there's like about seven outfits or so that are needed for the pageant because you have to go to like a cocktail party to start the night off on that Friday night. And then you have interview that morning. Then you have rehearsal. Then you have evening wear, swimwear, and then the opening number. So like, and then there's an after party. So like you have, you need like something for wow. every event pretty much. So. <sighs> Goodness, yeah. well, bless. That's so exciting. Well, Mrs. Georgia. Thank oh, you. Kim. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. And boy, super bless you. I loved all the information. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, one last thing. So if anyone would like to come out, yes. uh, we do have tickets available. They are $38 per ticket. Great. And I'm actually doing like group seating because my goal is to have like 100 people there that are cheering us on. Like, oh. So you could actually do a cash out to Mrs. Mike 15. Okay, and Mrs. That, Mike, fifteen. Yes, That's your one cash app, cutest yes. cash app ever. <laughs> and then that way, uh, we could do like group seating. So okay, that is can you spell that out just so they know? Sure. Mrs. So yeah. like dollar sign, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. capital M, uh-huh. R as in Romeo, S yep. as in Sam, uh-huh. capital M, I as in Igloo, K as in Kilo, E as in Echo, one five. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> $38 a ticket. <laughs> You're more than welcome to come. Oh, my yes. goodness. Come be one of the 100 that are cheering on Kim. Yay, oh, it's a big you. deal. Well, Mike, man, yeah. you lucky guy. I mean, I've always thought you're a lucky guy, but you you get to be married to Kim. It's, it's, it's great, Rachel. <laughs> and I think uh, just maybe I can touch on this for like a minute. Please. Like, uh, you know, we're Bethel people and we're kingdom people. And so there's like this little dance or... Do you not realize that God could do this for you supernaturally? Of course we do. We haven't conceded in any bit or any stretch. Like we're kingdom people, and if we're we're kingdom people, we believe that the kingdom is advancing. And who is it that we're going to get introduced to during this time whom God could impact? What what place could we be going to in this that we meet this key connection where that might not necessarily push our careers forward or anything like that, but something could happen with them that's greater than even us, you know, in our journey to parenthood. So I, we lean into that, and we're like, God, you know, what is it that you have for us in this? Sure. And we're okay with it. So, um, no, we still believe we could have a Hannah or Elizabeth or a Mary story. Oh, it's yes. so good. Yeah. We can't wait to meet a little Edwards. We love them already. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mike, tell us again. Let's talk praise and worship first. Does that sound good, Coons? Yeah, it sounds awesome. Let's okay, do it. let's yeah, talk praise and worship first. Mm. There is a cool. There's always a great thing going on around here mm. in worship, but there's something very special recently. It is special. What is happening? God is up to something. <laughs> he, he really is. Jehovah um, sneaky. Jehovah sneak, sneak, sneaky. <laughs> and uh, he's he's creating a sound. And you know, myself having been part of worship since 1995. Wow. And I feel like God is doing something completely fresh, completely new that I've never really been a part of before. And uh, when I got here, I actually hadn't played keyboard for about two or three years i didn't know that yeah i was actually done with music and uh you know the the worship leaders that were here they really felt safe and uh, i was like you know it's okay to come out now and just start playing and be a part of it but what i see god doing is 
uh, the reason why I mentioned the length of time I've been in worship teams is that there's always been this little pocket of ego stuff going on and performance. And this is the first ego-less worship team that's totally focused on the presence. Mike. Uh, that's really yeah. That's really incredible. It it is it is an anomaly. And I'm talking about Germany, Iraq, Georgia, You've North led everywhere. Carolina, everywhere. And this is it's so unique and fresh and new to me. It's transgenerational. It's multicultural. We're combining a bunch of stuff together. I mean, it, it is just awesome. And everybody's focused on the presence. And I didn't say we don't ever disagree, but there's n- egos out there. We're talking yeah. about stuff, working stuff out. And it is just doing something beautiful that I've never seen before. Boy, hats off to our praise and worship leader, Vanessa Hale. So much of this. She's a dream. So much of this is her leadership. I mean, of course, obviously Jesus and just what he's doing at Bethel, period. But Vanessa just, she is a blessing. She is is out of this world. She really is. I've, I've never met a worship leader like her before. So talk a little bit about some of these crazy services we've been having recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm going to talk about some crazy services, and I'm going to weave in something that happened to me personally. Great. That's, awesome. that's kind of been a part of this, my personal worship journey that's weaving in with this. Great. Um, so, um, you know, if you know a little bit about where we are, position on our property we've we've moved a few times on our property <laughs> and the last <laughs> time that we had a service uh on our on our uh, our last location we never got past the opening really <laughs> the floodgates opened all the way and there were several healings that manifested mm-hmm. in front of everybody mm-hmm. yeah and the musicians never left left, left their posts. Mm-hmm. You know, we ministered the whole time. Everybody was was refreshed. And it was just one of those things where you look back and say, God, what did you just do? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't, you know, I thank God for all the moves that we've seen. You know, we could pick up God's generals and we would look at what A. Allen did and mm-hmm. what our, our, these wonderful fathers, Benny Hinn, Billy Graham, you know, they would move throughout the crowd and stuff would happen supernaturally. But the body was praying for the body. Mm-hmm. If you people who went to the back of the tent looked forward and said there wasn't one person who wasn't engaged, mm-hmm. yeah. like that is a shift. Mm-hmm. The whole body taking care of the body is. It was beautiful, and we had so many miracles that day. I mean, yes. I had two people I'm thinking about in my department in kids. Um, in particular, that had had chronic, I mean, like years and years, years and years back pain, um, years and years headaches. They have not had back pain or headaches since that service. And I don't, it wasn't like there was a word from the platform or anybody. I mean, it was just people around them laying hands on them. I mean, it was a significant service. And that's not the only one we've had recently. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, we've had a few. It's every service, something beautiful. The Lord's just doing something in our worship. He's, he's doing something amazing, and I'm glad to be a part of it. A uh, little bit of my personal journey in this. Um, I was going through kind of like a midlife ministry crisis. <laughs> <laughs> midlife ministry crisis? R- really? Speak to this. There are ministers listening yes. that are like, oh, yeah. how'd you get out? How'd oh, you yeah. get out? Yeah, midlife ministry crisis. Just kind of wondering, like, you know, where's my place? Because sure. I am in a lot of different places in the ministry. You know, I spoke here a few times and stuff. But it's just nothing is really, like, stuck. Nothing's really like stuck. And I was just like, okay, God, 
you know, what kind of season do you have for me right now? Because I didn't feel like I was washed up or anything like that. It wasn't <laughs> anything like that. But anybody would want a, a, a beautiful course that they could just walk into and just say, okay, God, this is it. Sure. I'm kind of in this groove. Well, I kind of wrestled with this for about seven, eight months. I had regular conversations with Kimberly and in prayer. And so I just felt like I didn't have favor on certain areas. I didn't. And and so when I went to God and, and talked to him about it, he was like, okay, you're going after these things right here, but what door is wide open right now? What door is wide open right now? And I just started kind of looking around and assessing and like, it was worship. Worship was wide open. I mean, if I had been looking at this little tiny sliver right here, this is big, huge carnival cruise size heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. Flashing lights. Big Over flashing here, lights. Mike. Over Balloons, here. music, <laughs> clowns, just everything. <laughs> Every <laughs> wide open, wide open. And so it's like once I got like that revelation and I said, all right, Lord, I, I believe this is where we're going. So I just stepped into it. And in stepping into that thing, y'all, in the past five months, I've received some of the most dynamic mm. prophetic words mm. that I've ever received since I've been at this ministry, period. Wow. wow. Random people. And it always has some type of center thing centered around worship. Wow. I mean, I've had people inbox me, chemistry, people have stopped me and said, Hey, I saw revival. I saw Mike. this. I saw I saw a beam of light. My, this is this Your is grandmother's a, prayers. Grandmother's prayers. This is just oh, last what was week. that one? Wow. Uh, tell me do you remember the, the yes. details? So, yes. So a wise woman came to Mike after worship on Wednesday night. And she was like, I have a word for you. Last night? Mm-hmm. Uh, last, last Wednesday. Because yeah, yesterday yeah. was his birthday, so we went. Oh, oh my. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, so she came up to him, and she basically was saying that she saw, like, his grandmother's prayers, like, over his life. And, like, whatever it was that she declared over him, that he was to walk in it. Mm-hmm. And then continue to declare those words that she declared over his life. So. Oh, that's beautiful. She was a visitor. I've never seen her before in my life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she was from Helen. She, She's she from, Helen. from Helen. Oh, She's my from Helen. Down from and, it, and to me, it just yeah, spoke right. to, like, you know, it's easy to get frustrated when you feel like you're not quote unquote being used for lack of a better term sure. where you where you want to be right but it's still part of the process walking this obedience thing out out of love knowing that he really knows best and he's doing something that you don't have any idea about so you just go to Nineveh Jonah Jody heard what go I on. said go on. Go I on. said Nineveh go Nineveh <laughs> Well, Mike, because I remember before this was super clear to you, you were verbalizing. I'm going to leave this. You, these are the words you said to me. I'm just going to leave it to the younger crowd. Those are your words. You remember. I, I remember this conversation we had over here, mm-hmm. and I remember saying, Mike, I don't know. You're so gifted. Like, I love watching you. I can't take my eyes off of you. But, oh, I mean, you hear the you. Lord. I remember saying that. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the Lord. I mean, whatever. But I really enjoy you up there. Wow. Yeah, me too. But I remember at one me time too. you were resolved. Oh, I was... You know, I, uh, so I turned 44 last year. I've been doing no, last worship. night. Last night. <laughs> well, yes. Thank you, you for are, the correction. You were <laughs> young, but since young, 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 young,
and, and many people on the worship team are 22, 23, 24. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a whole generation, that's literally. A whole generation. And I wasn't looking at it like you all ought to do that and me back away. I was looking more like the more you all do it, the more you can get strengthened in what you're doing. Yeah. And you all can carry said. the baton. Yeah. But Lord is like, not so young man. But I love that about you that you heard the Lord and walked straight into it. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. And yeah. it is completely obvious. It's apparent. Like you're in the right place. You're where you're supposed to be. You've got a yeah. beautiful flow. A the, beautiful the, flow there, going on. There is a piece that accompanies com, accompanies it because I, I get to lean back into the rest. You know what I mean? Sure. Like this is his decision. I get to align with that and just let heaven do what it's going to do. That's awesome. And it's, it has rejuvenated me. It's made me excited about doing worship again. Wow. Uh, it has been great. I've really enjoyed it. Well. So also to bring it back to what we were talking about, all those beautiful moves that have been in the service, God has strategically had me in all of them. Oh, Mike. That's awesome. Every last one of them. That's exciting. I hadn't realized. Everyone. Like, Everyone. that's an honor. It's a heavenly honor. You better look, look on the schedule like, hey, is Mike playing? Because <laughs> <laughs> something's going down. <laughs> uh, Mike's, on, Mike's on the keys. Mike's on the bass. We better show up. <laughs> oh, God's coming fun. today. That's <laughs> oh, man, it's true. Well, Mike, tell us if your other position in Bethel. Mm-hmm. I know we've had some beautiful testimonies yeah. recently. We always have beautiful testimonies. I, just, I love that. I love a lot about mm-hmm. our body. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I love is there's always something wonderful happening in, in multiple people's lives at all times. And just yeah, recently, we had a testimony yeah. that oh, you just shared at Tuesday in staff meeting. And I was like, what is even happening? Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. That, that shifted the whole meeting. Didn't it did. It? it did. It shifted the whole it meeting. It did. Um, so I said earlier that I'm uh, over the special interest groups, and shout out to uh, Tom and Vicky Chimenta who are over the life groups, and then Tom and Carolonia, who are over the special interest groups. Those Both are sweet people. Sweet oh, mothers yes. and fathers in our They are. They Thank are God precious people. Thank yeah. God for mm-hmm. them. But when you look at like how the body connects, like it, nothing should be segmented or off. Like sure. everything connects, and so basically. Uh, my wife has a women's brunch. They meet every second Saturday every month, and so a lady thanks, came Kim. In. You've been so <laughs> yeah. faithful to do that. Yeah. That's been how. A, that's a been a couple of years. Yes. It, it is great. Yeah. Two almost two years now. Uh, actually, three. Oh, oh Kim, wow. thank you wow. for that. I'm not misparaged. <laughs> 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 it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> almost time flies by, though. I yeah, guess that's amazing. Does. Have fun. Faithful. That's amazing. Wonderful woman. Well, um, (laughs) the lady came, and so from her coming to that special interest group, which was the brunch, she came to a service, and she brought her husband. And so they have a heavy Baptist background, and they're a beautiful couple. I mean, they're awesome, beautiful inside and out. And, uh, you know, there was just some challenges that they had coming to the services. Uh, I mean, she is just really hungry for the more. That's why she wanted to come to Bethel, Atlanta in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so they come, and, you know, it wasn't really a big hit with them. Sure. <laughs> you know? It's super. I mean, everybody worships differently, but that's, exactly. a, that's, a, it's very that's a big jump. It's exactly. very dynamic. And, and that's the way it should be. I mean, choices, mm-hmm. everything is just all good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, long story short, uh, Mother's Day comes up. And um, just prior to that, their daughter had been wanting to know if God was real. 
And so the mother began to pray, God, just make yourself real. And she's a little bit, isn't she's she? A, ten she's years like old. 10. Mm-hmm. 10 years old, beautiful yeah. girl. And uh, so she had been praying for the husband to kind of open up, praying for the girl. And so they decided to come on Mother's Day. The husband said, hey, let's come. Well, uh, Sunday service was a little bit unusual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, Steve, he, he didn't preach per se. He gave testimonies, had a few people give testimonies, and also. Of gorgeous things yeah. happening. Gorgeous things that's <laughs> happening like, in the midst. Lord. I mean, y'all have to listen to the podcast, yeah, it was, really. It was beautiful. It was awesome. But, um, and he had us play while all that was happening. While, while all the circus, Holy Spirit circus stuff is going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. This little girl is having open visions of Jesus, and this is not in the wheel. This is not like it, um, anybody's been teaching, or there's no. a grid for this. this They're no. like, "Oh, honey, the Bible says here no. that we have visions," and no. there was none of that. None. And she's a little girl, a ten-year-old girl that had been asking, "Yes, you know, how do I know that Jesus is real?" Mm-hmm. None of it, Rachel. Yeah. Um, she, um, she, one of the things that Jesus told her because it was actually raining that day. And you know, we meet in the tent and the Lord told her (laughs) that as soon as you leave, everything is going to be sunny and it's going to be hot outside. And y'all, it was completely black when it was raining and it was cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. But lo and behold, that's King James. When we all walked out, (laughs) (laughs) when we all walked out, it was hot and muggy out there, but the Lord told her halfway through the service, the Lord told her that there was a river in the middle of the tent. If we all who were at the service, we saw that just yeah, in motion. Just oh, made everybody yes. get, go through the middle. Yeah. yeah I was, yeah. Right. We were in there. I was like, Quinn, come on. We're going to go through yes. this thing. This is, yeah. this I missed is, that. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. The whole church went through the middle. Yeah. This is before Justin said it. Before Justin said it. Yeah. Before Justin said it. So uh, there were some more things that happened. But at the end of the service, though, the little girl was just kind of processing with her mom. And it really made the husband just say, wow, there's something that's going on here. And he said, wow, this kind of, this kind of being what's what heaven looks like. Wow. I know I didn't use right English right there. No, no, no. It's beautiful. (laughs) You knew my heart. (laughs) But this is kind of like heaven looks like, you know, I don't understand everything that's going on, but I want to come back. Wow. So Jesus, uh, so through groups. Uh, it, it became a touch point to link back with That's another good. part of the ministry, which is always the most important. So uh, with the life groups and special interest group, that's always my aim to have connectivity mm-hmm. one with another, be able to share house to house. But secondarily, you have this whole body that it, whether you see them or not all the time, like you're connected to them. Mm-hmm. So whether that's through the volunteer area, uh, through the groups, like just just being connected to family greater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, really quickly about that testimony. What I just to give folks a grid because this is not, you know, it's not common. Yeah, it's not common in every mm-hmm. church that this is going on. But when Jesus said, "Don't walk by sight, walk by faith," mm-hmm. what he meant was there's more going on than just what we can see with our physical eyes, and yeah. it's just the faith realm is the way Jesus said it. And God is a spirit. And so there's a spirit realm. It's where everything started. He's yeah. the originator of everything. So um, it's actually more real 
than this physical realm just by virtue of it's the it's the original realm yeah yes. so it'd be yeah. like you know um you have to see it in your ma- it has to be dreamed up in your imagination before it can be made so this table we have a table here this was dreamed up somebody saw this in their imagination mm-hmm. first and mm-hmm. then they made it That's yes. right. so it's nothing weird at all but it is very possible and the scripture even teaches us to close your eyes and see mm-hmm. what what is god doing in this little bitty person that yes. little bitty 10 year old girl without anybody telling her without anybody telling her anything even the little bit that I just went through was able to just discern oh there's Jesus he's doing this oh there's a river not a real river even though not a real not a physical river but there was a river flowing Mm -hmm. and without anybody coordinating anything you know somebody from the platform says hey I feel like this is happening you guys come let's come and it's yeah. phenomenal. phenomenal. It's yeah. just beautiful. So I just love it. You know, as a little bitty child, of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was, I only told 25% of it. There was much more. There was much so more. Was but she amazing. just saw so clearly every single she thing. Did. And And we were all seeing similar things. So, I mean, it's just beautiful. I think the thing that's really beautiful yeah. about the story is that a little teenager, no, my goodness, gets I mean, her testimony ended with she had her little hand in the chair next to her, just out, and her mom asked her what she was doing, and she said, "I'm holding Jesus' hand." So Jesus was sitting next to her, holding her hand, which that that has our little Ava. So she's 15 year old years old now, but when she was four, she was a little bitty bit. She was in the back seat, and we were driving. I'm just looking at her in the, the rearview mirror, you and can't. she is smiling. And I mean, she's being adored, is what it looked like. I mean, she was just smiling, and her heads back and forth. And I said, "Honey," and she had her little hand out, and she said, "I said, honey, Come what are you doing?" And she said, "Jesus has been holding my hand. Oh. He loves me." And then she just starts talking about how much he loves her, and he's back in the back seat with her. I was all, "What is going on?" But he does that, and little people, he does it all the time, constantly. But little people. Haven't had anybody tell them that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So they just see everything. <laughs> They're true. like, oh, it's totally it's going true. on. Yeah. And speaking Dude. of seeing everything, I believe one of your daughters, well, your daughters were helping like pass out flowers for Mother's Day. And, you know, I don't have any kids yet. So I did get passed over with flowers a little bit. But I can't remember which one because they all are starting to look so the much alike. Mia. Yes, Mia. Yes. She came up to me and she's like, this is for you. And faith yeah, that you, know, you will it. be a mother. And I'm like, oh, so, it was so beautiful. Oh, guys. Y'all are such oh, wonderful parents. Yeah. Oh, I mean, thanks, they you guys. Lose love. Oh, thanks. They do. Oh, thanks. They're good girls. Yes. Little people. <laughs> you guys oh, get the jackpot. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. She actually told me about it, and it was yeah. prophetic. That sweet yeah. little one, she just sees so clearly. Yeah. She's just got a decisive seeing gift, yeah. and she came home and actually told me about it. Yeah, and so that was actually prophetic. She was like, I just feel like this is happening with them. And I I need to go back and ask her. I I told Mike later that week, I need to ask her, do you know what's happening with them? That that, that infertility is, you know, is even your platform now, and that you guys are having breakthrough in the sense that 
a weight is lifted and yes. that there's hope and that there's light. That yeah. is breakthrough. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for and, sure. And eventually our bodies do the same thing, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it definitely feels yeah. like there's like a shame or like this covering that was kind of like over me to where I felt ashamed. It's, it, it has been lifted for sure. And so. that's Yeah, so if not huge. for anything else as far as entering the pageant, like that alone is just priceless to me. It's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so promise cool. she's not just saying that, you know, for someone who wrestles with infertility, you know, you can come yeah. to a Mother's Day service and feel like sure. yeah. a pile of poop. Yeah, no, it's you know, difficult. Yeah. No. I had the best. It was her, like, her I was best going up to people, day. happy Mother's wow. Day. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just awesome. It was like, supernatural. I'm like, this is where you are, and I'm here, and it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. we're, you know, yeah. we're on our journey, yes. and That's it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my process. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. free yes. and powerful. Yeah. And, and people are like, perfect. are you okay? I'm like, I am doing great. <laughs> like, I'm having to hold myself down on the ground. So one of the things that we like to do on Bethel Chats, and I realize that we didn't really prepare you guys for this, but um, one of the things that we do on BA Chats is give um, our, our uh, guests an opportunity uh, to just uh, open up the floor for you guys to be able to speak into maybe even some of the issues that we've talked about or just, you know, if you're getting prophetic words mm-hmm. or words of knowledge. And so we just want to take that time to let you guys just flow in the ministry gift that God has given you and uh, and just speak to our listening audience and um, and just declare something. So if you hear anything, we want you to just go for it. The floor is yours. Okay, awesome. Well, one of the things that has happened as a result of sharing with our family and the Bethel community is as I'm sharing my platform is people come up to me and they'll say, thank you for your vulnerability. Like it's really like helped me to see that it's okay to be vulnerable about my situation. And you've actually given me hope in my situation. And so I just want to declare right now that there's anyone that's listening that is in a situation where they're um, just believing for breakthrough that you are released or just free to come out of hiding and just know that um, the Lord is with you through your process and like uh, your journey. And like, it's totally okay to just be present in whatever your situation is and that he's with you and like, he's, he's just, he's with you and, and you can be who you yeah. are. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yes. Kim, is that what you're talking about, about the coming out of shame? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's yes. awesome. Beautiful. Thank you. You know, I didn't know you were going to say that, but I, I really wanted to piggyback on that, that, you know, shame is not your friend. That's and awesome. it doesn't That's just helpful. have to be yeah, infertility. It could be mm-hmm. um, you're, you kind of got something in the closet, whether it's alcohol or sex stuff, just whatever. It, it, shame isn't your friend. And sometimes you might not even be actively participating in those things, but you've become accustomed to shame and that sensation of it, and it becomes a lifestyle. He gives grace. He gives grace. And he is able to pull you out all of that shame. And you don't have to wear fig leaves anymore. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to tell trusted people that are in your circle who aren't going to uh, broadcast the news about you and allow those people to help point you back to what the word says about who Christ is, what the Holy Spirit is able to do, but you don't have to live in shame. And once you begin to bring light to these things, man, everything changes. Everything changes because the Holy Spirit, he brings light to these things. And I hate cliches. If you know me, I hate cliches. But he really does reveal to heal. 
And so speaking of healing, mm-hmm. I just heard this just now. If you are actually like dealing with a sickness and you're ashamed of that sickness and you don't necessarily want people in your business, just know that by you even uh, sharing that with once again, you know, people that who love and you can trust that the Lord wants to partner with you and with them mm-hmm. on, you know, you seeing that breakthrough that you're believing for. So mm-hmm. don't feel like you have to keep it to yourself or feel like mm-hmm. it happened to you because something's wrong with you, but just understand that there are, there's a community of people that want to partner with you and see you receive that breakthrough and healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that the last three months, the Lord was telling me to study Ephesians mm. Uh-huh. And, and both in, in chapter one and in chapter three, talks about how we're seated in heavenly places. Yeah. We are seated in heavenly places. And if we're seated in heavenly places, like we should train our mind. I'm not talking about like Rocky or anything like that, but train our mind to see it the way he sees. Mm-hmm. That's Re- okay. Repentance, you know, yeah. change the way we think, seeing it the way he sees. And if he says that cancer, if he says that bipolarism, if he says that all these things that they say are incurable mm-hmm. can be cured, be darn enough to say that this person is healed. Mm-hmm. Believing that God said that he's healed because we're seated where? Mm-hmm. In heavenly places. And there's no sickness in heaven. There's no bipolarism in heaven. So it doesn't matter if you see a flare up of what or whatever it is that you see. We're seated in heavenly places. We're seeing from that realm and we're allowed to say it. And have the audacity to say it against all hope. That's so awesome. I, I, I continue to say that we're going to have twins. I continue <laughs> oh, to say that we're going to have children. When, when, when it's our time of intimacy, I continue, oh, this could be the one right here. Sure. I, I don't give up on that because I am seated in heavenly places. And that's what he said. So whoever you're out there, there may be an impossibility that's faced toward, that's facing you right now. You face that impossibility, but you're seated in heavenly places, and God said, God said, and that's what you're standing on. God said that you're seated in heavenly places with him as he's sitting on the right hand of the Father. And even financial healing as well. So not financial just like too. physical healing, but also financial healing. Yep. So we just... Release, release healing to your bank accounts. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Kevin, put your hands out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm getting my wallet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. get, get your it wallet out. There it okay. is, right there. <laughs> 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 oh, it's awesome. Well, I, I, so one, one of the graces that I do have is for people to receive jobs and people to get financial increase. Oh, my. So I literally grab it right now. There you go. <laughs> and God, I just thank you that you've been so faithful through the years to just release, increase. And I just pray increase over yeah, Kevin right now. Jesus, and I thank you that he's operated with integrity. I thank you that he's been a man who keeps his word and he goes above and beyond. But more than anything, he loves you, Lord Jesus. And just even the sign, I thank you for windows, favor, all kind of opportunity just opening up over him and anybody else out there who needs that right now in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah, so like when we when you were praying, Mike, I saw like, you know, like when a meteor, is it a meteor? Meteor? Mm-hmm. A meteor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes down and it's like really fast coming in and it, it makes like a big like impact or hole in mm-hmm. the ground. Yeah. Like, like I just crater? saw it. Yes, a crater. Yes. I saw that happening with your fine. Like something's just going to like come out of like nowhere. Like you're going to be like, what? I wasn't even mm-hmm. thinking about that. And it's going to create like a really big 
impact in your uh, When it comes, Kevin, can you invite us over? <laughs> Please. I'm inviting lots of people. Right? <laughs> you will be way up on the list. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Yeah, that course. is... <laughs> <laughs> That is such a good word, yeah, you guys. Great, thank you thank very you. much. Oh, Edward, you guys are so precious. Yeah, likewise. Thank you guys I appreciate you. Hey, and and our, to our listeners, if any of that <laughs> ministered to you, if that rung true, if you, it was like the tuning fork and you're like, man, that's me, mm. we would love to hear from you. Email yeah. us, bachats.bethelatlanta.com. We want to hear you. We want to hear your story. We want to have the opportunity to share that testimony so God can just keep doing it again and again and again and, again and just creating that river that never ends of just testimonies where he can do it again, God. Do it yes. in me. He's doing it in you. He wants to do it in me. It yes. might look a little different, but he still wants to do it. He wants right. to do it. He's yeah. that good, and he's just he's got that, that much. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Well, thank you again for listening to BA Chats. You guys always remember that we love you. And Jesus loves you too.